The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. The Sunranto Show is listener-supported and brought to you by our Super Ranters. Find out more about how you can listen early and ad-free and become part of the Super Rancher family at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable losers. Sunranto. Sunranto! Hey, welcome to the Sunranto Show. My name is Danny Rocket. I am one of how your hosts. Has, how long has Cotton been doing that for, man? Uh, well, I, well, he's been doing it since uh, Lyle disappeared that one time, and. Well, I. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to hear yourself? Like how, how are you trying to hear how it went? No, no, I was uh, sending something out on socials, and all of a sudden it jumped up there. But yeah. uh, well, uh, no, it's just Cotton's been doing that for a while. Uh, but and uh, you know he prides himself on really getting it out there. You did a fine job though that time, Crawley. We got you know we got a lot to get through. Uh, hi, I'm Danny Rocket. We got Crawley here. We're brought to you by Sports Drink and also our 105 Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Um, and tonight we're going to talk about the Cubs. Uh, well, the Cubs, all the new Cubs. We got lots of new Cubs to talk about. Uh, we've got a little bit of news as far as like the schedule goes and, uh, you know, what's going on with the TV and the radio for the spring training games. Um, and special guests tonight we got Nathan Hirsch and Jake Slobodnik. I think I'm saying that right from the Talk the Plank. Pirates podcast, and they're going to preview the Pittsburgh Pirates with us. And that's a lot of P's. That's the PPP Pirates that's, preview. That's the Fergie 69th best podcast. 69th best Pirates preview <laughs> podcast. So, um, and of course, we'll be on the ColorCast app afterwards. It's only for iOS users still, but we're going to be on there afterwards, have a post-show discussion. There's another P. Um, on the ColorCast app, so download that, follow Sunranto Show, and come talk to us afterwards. And tonight we are also doing hashtag chance for a chance, where you can take a chance to win a Frank Chance postcard. Hashtag chance in the chat. 
gets you the opportunity to win a postcard sent to you by me. Um, so hashtag capital C-H-A-N-C-E in the chat, and you could win uh, the chance postcard. So the Cubs are coming together. We got some new Cubs to talk about. Say, say, oh, I think we got him. Oh, I think we got him. Um, that's going to be a Bleacher Bum Band song, no doubt about it. Seiya Suzuki, 27 years old, posted from Japan from the Kiroshima Carp. Um, 85 million is the deal over five years, 17 million AAV, no trade clause. We have him through 2026. And, um, uh, I don't know. What do, what do you think? Uh, were you surprised? Largest contract ever for a Japanese player. Um, it was our friend, the Catman, who reported that uh, Tom Ricketts was personally involved in the recruiting bid. Um, so you take a look. This is a guy that they really had their sights on, and there there clearly was a need for outfielders. When you looked at the outfield depth chart, it, it, you, you really, it didn't make the stomach feel good. So, uh, you know, it was clearly a need. Um, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, you know, they're still going. They're moving and shaking. You know, a lot of stuff's going on, and uh, it, it's, it remains fluid. You know, it was a little bit slow coming out of the gates. We were all excited to see the big free agent frenzy, and it took a little while, but uh, pieces are starting to move. Yeah, and they still, I, hopefully, they're. we'll talk about it in a second, but hopefully they're still in on some starting pitchers, although it's kind of slim pickings at this point. Um, you know, you yeah, you look at the outfields, uh, you pick up Clint Frazier, and you're hoping that he can maybe do something. If you, you remember, the problem with him is he couldn't see, and he was having problems with his vision. But he's a good bat, and hopefully he can still play a little outfield. Uh, then uh, you, you pick up Michael Hermosillo. You kind of wonder where he's going to be. It's a minor league deal maybe. Jason Hayward's got to be on his way out, just a defensive replacement at this point. The bat is just over. And if he's like going to be your lefty pop, you're in trouble. Ian Happ is going to start the year. May, well, he, he's supposed to maybe be ready. He had a little clean-out surgery in his elbow. But you, Harold Ramirez you pick up. But then, you know, then you get your Rafael Ortegas of the world. But, man, other than that, you got nobody that you're going to send out there every day. And for five years, you're also kind of signaling a direction that you are going to pay this guy $17 million a year to be in your outfield for the next five years. So, like, you, I, I was talking to you earlier, and you're like, it makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah. Because um, let me put up his stats. I mean, he, he did great in Japan. I mean, look at this. Uh, you know, last year, playing for the Hiroshima Carp, uh, he had a 1.073 OPS in uh, 533 plate appearances. He hit 38 bombs. That's his most ever. Uh, that he in 2020 he hit 25. In not, 2019 he hit 28. In 2018 he hit 30. Or 31 total, because I guess he played in two different leagues. Um, so, or two different teams within the J- Japanese league. The, it's the Western League and the Central League, I guess. So, um, anyway, he's, he's really freaking good. There, there's but, no doubt about it. But w- when you go from, from the Japanese league to the major leagues, you're talking in a big step up in class. Um, it's a lot more of a grind, the major league season. So, how many games do they play a season? 
Well, I mean, it's 134 games. 140 was the most he ever played, so it's a, it seemed a little less. But the guy had 612 played appearances in 2019. He had 514 in 2020, 538 in 2021. You got to think that's pretty much kind of a full season. I mean, I know guys are getting 600, maybe another 70 at-bats tops, but that's pretty full I think the point you made to me on the phone today was it's not about the fact that it's a a shorter season which it is but uh, by a little bit but it's more the travel is that these guys are traveling around Japan which is not tiny but it's not as big as the United States so you're basically talking about you're playing like what would be similar to be playing just in the Midwest they don't do cross-country flights that you go from California and then you have to fly back to Atlanta or something like that they don't do that stuff. So it, it, it's much more regional. There's more times between games. So I always worry about the grind. And, and obviously Ichiro was the, uh, you know, the gold standard that we take a look at when we look at players coming from Japan. But just in general, you know, you worry about, you know, injury history and, and there's a lot to coming. But, you know, what you're seeing with this organization is, is a value towards making contact with the ball. Um, bet on ball skills. So not as, you know, maybe not as much as the three true outcomes, but guys that can really kind of, you know, make contact. Well, look at the OBP. I mean, last year, 433 OBP. I mean, (laughs) do you lead him off? He batted 317. You know, I know you're taking the bombs, but uh, do you have yourself like a Soriano situation where you just lead off the game with a home run sometimes? Dex, you you know. know, It'll be interesting. You take a look at, uh, I think the the guy that they really want starting is Nicky Magical leading off. Yeah, the Nikki two strikes because he'll give you that like ten pitch at bat where he'll just hang in there, let you see everything that the pitcher has, and then uh, and and then kind of get the ball rolling. So, I mean, I'm excited about this. I I I know that everybody thinks the last Japanese player we got was, I mean, besides you, Darvish, uh, the a position player was Kosuke Fukudome. It didn't really work out so well. So, I mean. Just, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Who else did we have? We had the guy, the, um, God, a 2016 team. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Munanuri Kawasaki. Kawasaki, yeah, yeah but, absolutely. You know, but he wasn't really an everyday <laughs> guy, you know. He was just out there because of, uh, I, you know, sometimes I think he was out there for comic relief. He wasn't a very good <laughs> baseball player. But the, uh, you know, I, it, I, I just, I'm, I'm upset already at Cub fans because you know that the comparisons are coming. You know, like, oh man, it's just gonna be another Fukunobi. I hope, uh, you know. I, you know, these are completely different baseball players, completely yeah. different skill sets. I mean, they, he's still a corner outfield like uh, Fukudome was. But, you know, this guy's got a lot more power. Seems like he's just a better hitter overall. And he's not doing that helicopter swing thing. He's a righty, not a lefty. Like, you know, there's a lot of differences about it. But I, I'm excited. I think it's great for not only the city of Chicago, but also baseball to be, you know, you call it a World Series. Yeah, let's have some players from the world in it. So I'm always excited. You have a lot of, you know, guys from the Latin countries. But when the dude comes up from Japan or Korea or something, I, I just love it. So hopefully he can adjust well, and hopefully Chicago just makes a big welcome. I saw infield fly girl tweeting out that he's got one of those songs that the whole crowd sings. So we're going to have to learn that for him, no doubt. Um, didn't sound easy either. But, but he is in right field, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. 
hopefully they won't be Jason Hayward. Um, uh, so let's talk about a couple of these other signings. Um, there, there was a shortstop signed. Everyone was super excited yeah. until they found out who the shortstop was. Yeah, Andrelton Simmons, which, I mean, glove first guy. Had his, the worst year of his year last year with Minnesota, where he batted only two twenty three, But he's got a lifetime two sixty five batting average, but really just not much pop at all. Like, he hasn't had pop since he was 23 years old when he hit 17 home runs with uh, Atlanta. And, I mean, he's got some speed. He's a plus-plus defender. He's won a few gold gloves, but the bat is just disappearing. He's old. I mean – 32 this year. Well, the thing that we talked about is you don't really have a a true legitimate shortstop. You have a couple second basemen up the middle. Horner, yeah. And then Madrigal's never, the knock on him is that he's not even good at second. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're taking a look at a situation here where we just came away from having Javi Baez dazzle us with his defense and his arm and didn't seem like there was any play he couldn't make. And trust me, the downgrade is absolutely ridiculous when you talk about from Javi to whoever they were going to put in at short. So you had to have somebody that can play. And when you talk about all, again, we talked about this, I think, last year when we talked about the type of pitching where you don't, you know, luckily uh, Strowman can throw it up there. He's got heat. But in general, these are guys that put it on the ground. Yeah. They want the ball to be hit on the ground. If they're doing well, if Hendricks, or Strowman or Wade Miley are doing well. They're getting weak contact. They're getting ground balls, and that's what's happening. And if you got you, you can't waste outs on these infielders that can't make the plays that need to be made. Yeah, well, and I'm just going to speak. And I forgot to mention at the top of the show that Michael Cotton is not here. He's on assignment in Hawaii. Very important Sun Rancho Secret business. assignment. Very secret assignment. But um, I, I'm going to say what he is yelling at his uh if he listens to the show what he's yelling at his uh at at his screen about right now is that this is your ninth spot now this instead of a pitcher hitting you will have a glove first middle infielder with a weak bat who really is gonna get on maybe one more time a week than the pitcher you know Mm. it's it's kind of what it's gonna he's gonna hit me he's gonna hit three home runs you know what i mean like it's it's going to be better than a pitcher. I'm not going to say that, but uh, but I think you end up, and this is in the chat too, uh, Robert Sanchez says uh, Magical may very well end up the DH, the DH and the leadoff hitter, you know, because you get a guy, that'll be a guy that gets on base. You got your poppers in the field, and then you have your weak hitting shortstop batting ninth uh, in this in this lineup. So, um you know, or unless you, you know, bat him eighth or something, try to do something fancy, have the two leadoff hitter th- kind of thing going on. But, I mean, you needed to do something. You're absolutely right. But it's not Carlos Correa. And so, you know, and rumor is Cubs are still in on Correa. But, you know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I I believe it when I see it. Uh, the other thing about Angelton Simmons, I saw that he had a little ankle problem, so he's just something to watch out for. Um, we got Jesse Chavez back. Um, he's on a minor league deal. Look at that long career I'm putting up. He's going to be 38 this year. Um, you know, lifetime ERA of 444. 
When was he with the Cubs in 2018? 2018, he was with the Cubs, and he was great for us. Had a 115 ERA, pitched 39 innings. He was super durable. He had 42 strikeouts, uh, and um, just uh, really just the best little stretch of his career with any team. We had gotten him from Texas, ended up with a 363 ERA plus with the Cubs. Didn't just, he end up he, – he just came back. He was with Atlanta last year. Yeah, and so he got himself a ring last year. Yeah. And he did great with them too. So but he was a little less durable, you know, 30, 30 games, 33 innings. So he wasn't with them like the whole year. Um, but 36 strikeouts, so he still got it even at this age. And, um, yeah, he got himself a ring. So uh, he's back. You know, that's the kind of deal that, you know, if he works out with the team, great. You got some experience in the bullpen. Work with the young guys that are coming up from the pitch lab, and then if he doesn't, if and if he works out, great. And then he, uh, and then the Cubs aren't doing shit, and you can trade him and get some little Jesse Chavez package. Throw him into something down the line. I don't know. It's I'm fine with it. Then we got uh, David Robertson, who's like also kind of like Jesse Chavez. Jordan Bastian said it's a one year MLB deal. Um, so that's um, he's getting three point five million for the one year, and you know David Robertson was freaking awesome back when he was with the Yankees. That was, that was it was an all star back in twenty eleven, but that's a long time ago. I think he was either injured or opted out of twenty twenty. He was with the Rays last year at a four fifty ERA, coming back from an injury. Um, the last time he pitched like a full full season, he had sixty nine innings with the Yankees. In 69 games. Nice. Yeah, and he had a 323 ERA, but we'll see what he's got left in the tank here. But, uh, you know, they gave him a contract. Um, he's um, he's 35 years old. Oh, no, no, 37 years old. Uh, the 35-year-old is Chris Martin. Um, Not the Coldplay guy. Yeah, Ricketts is so cheap. Mike Bloodworth says he's uh, citing musicians to the bullpen. Chris Martin, he's a reliever. He's got a 95-mile-per-hour for uh, 95-mile-per-hour four-seam fastball, cutter, slider, sinker, splitter. He's got a bunch of pitches. He was with Atlanta last year, too. Uh, 395 earned run average. Um, you know, gave him 43 innings out of the pen. You know, you just – you need some innings eaters. And, you know, we talk about on this show, like – the bullpen's the bullpen. You just like get a bunch of guys and you see who works out. And if they don't work out, you get rid of them. Then you get some other guys, you know, it's like, then you got the shuttle to worry, to worry about from coming from Iowa. And we'll see how that works out. Cause now there's options rules. And then the last guy we picked up today, which I want to talk to the dudes from talk the plank when we have them on in a, a little bit about Steven Brault. Cause he's been with the pirates this whole time. Uh, but I'll put up his numbers real quick. You know, it's, you know, when we got him, like, I was like, oh, no, we got Stephen Brault. That means we don't get to face him anymore because the Cubs have a 9-10 OPS against Stephen Brault, and they gave him a 6.88 ERA in 52 total innings against him. The only team better against Stephen Brault is the Nationals. By comparison, the Cardinals, who are still pretty good at against him, have a 7.75 OPS and a 5.50 ERA. The Cubs are way more than a run better than the Cardinals even. So they, we kicked his ass and a lot of teams kicked his ass. And he had a 1.627 whip last year, um, 586 ERA, 477 lifetime. Um, he's mostly a starter though. So, and the lefty and the lefty. So 
He's kind of this year's left-handed Trevor Williams, maybe, like the poor man Trevor Williams, I guess. You see what you get out of him. Um, but it's a guaranteed MLB deal. I didn't see the numbers on it. Did you? I saw him, but it wasn't anything terrible. You know what I mean? You're not going to be like, oh, no. It just Look, you're, you're stockpiling arms at this point, which you, this is – we've talked about this before. You go through the bargain bin right when you're leaving the store and you see if there's maybe an old DVD that you like. Same kind of thing, man. You, you sit there. Is it old DVD? <laughs> Mortal these, Kombat 2, you know, like just something that you just kind of find in there. And you're, ah, man, it's only $4. Come on. So, you know, you sit there and say to yourself, let's hope this guy works. And if he doesn't, it's not like you're like, like where we sit there now, like, What's going on with Jason Hayward? Is is nothing that's like preventing you from doing anything else. Same with the Simmons move. These are these are you know low risk, high reward type signings that you just do. And and like I said, if you remember, uh, our buddy Stephen Souza just got signed. I forgot who signed him, but just like remember, he got cut in the middle of a doubleheader. It doesn't matter. You could do this whatever you want. See what the guy's got. Maybe you find something. Maybe you turn him twenty degrees away from the from the pitching rubber. Maybe you t- change a grip or something and hope that something happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a pitch lab special. And speaking of pitch lab specials, I'll just I, I'll just go through some of the non roster invitees. I won't spend any time on them because it it's like a who's next, who of, t- of who's t- that. next year. You got to do it like we do our patreons at the end, where the list just scrolls <laughs> by really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's Steven Gonsalves. He's a lefty starter. Had a couple Gonsalves. Gonsalves. Hey. He had a couple of cups of coffee with Boston and the Twins. He's only 27, but you know what? Lefty starter, probably around the same kind of Steven Brault kind of situation. Gonsalves, isn't he right-handed? Uh, I don't think so. I think Gonsalves because I looked it up. It said it. I, I took my list from uh, Bleed Cubby Blue. Actually, Al Yellen wrote something up. But yeah, I looked him up. He's he's a lefty. Bats left, which he'll never have to do anymore. Throws left. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Holder was a uh, relief righty reliever with the Yankees. Uh, he's been around for a while. Four thirty eight ERA. Mark Leiter, the son Ooh. of Al. And, uh, oh no, the son of Mark and the nephew of Al Leiter hasn't pitched in the majors since 2018, but bring him on down to Cubs camp. He's 31 years old and looking for love. Um, and then we have, um, Eric Yardley, who this one intrigues, intrigues me a little bit. He was with the Brewers in 2020. He was pretty good. He, he was really good with the Brewers in 2020, but he was terrible last year. Only 15 strikeouts and 18 innings pitched to go with 10 walks. So maybe he's a pitch lab special. We could do something with him. From the left side, a guy uh, who was in the Giants pen last year, averaged a strikeout in inning, a guy named Connor Menez. And also yeah. Locke St. John, who had a cup of coffee with Texas and has a nice name. Um, out of the Cubs system, uh, invited to camp is Ben Leeper and Kane Euchert, not to be confused with. Bob Euchre, um, no relation. Uh, catchers, uh, John Hicks, he's not in the Cubs system, but he's a below-average hitting catcher who spent most of his time with Detroit. P.J. Higgins is there, had a cup of coffee with the Cubs and only had one hit and 25 plate appearances. We have infielders Dixon Machado, a weak-hitting infielder from Detroit, and Ildemaro Vargas, who was on three teams last year, including the Cubs, with a 438 OPS and 83 plate appearances. 438. Woof. And then from the Cubs uh, system, we have uh, Brennan Davis will be there, which I think we're all excited about to see. What oh, he's yeah. Chase Strumpf, 
who was a first-round draft pick a couple years ago, and Andy Weber, who had himself a nice little year. He's an infielder. Or, no, he's he's enough. Doesn't he play both outfield and infield? A little bit of both. Yeah. So uh, that's who we got in as our non-roster invitees, a, who, a veritable list of uh, people that we you might never hear of again, except for when I just said their names on this show. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be uh, right back. Uh, remember, hashtag capital chance, capital C chance, in the chat for your chance to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you. By me. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, we shall be back in a moment. Stay tuned. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog eat dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D, uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics, and, uh, you know, I I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Ranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we we went on ColorCast, and we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow us on Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the Baseball League. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month, at the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto Show. So... Check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto Show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Reads ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not so, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. We are back. Um, so, we got a little bad news. Uh, some injuries, unfortunately, um, were reported. Uh, two injuries just the other day from Jed Hoyer. Jordan Bastian uh, tweeted out, Ian Happ had right elbow cleanup procedure, which actually I think I kind of need right now. Um, and he hopes to be ready by opening day. And uh, that's, I guess, good news that it's not so bad. And then Adbert Alzali has right shoulder tightness, and he's expected to open the year on the injured list. And um, I don't know, I, I guess they needed to make room on the the 40 man. So I think that he's officially on the IL right now. Um strained lat so what that means is alec mills is going to be in the rotation which we've seen him be in the rotation before he pitched a no hitter in the rotation pretty damn good um but uh you know hap with the shoulder surgery i mean uh, or elbow procedure uh you know that's it's kind of rough right now um i mean i'm not sure the direction of the the cubs you know like are they do they consider themselves uh, contenders right now, or are they considering like just to kind of do the maybe we're a little above five hundred if we make enough minor moves to thread a certain needle, or are they willing to make the big move? But either way, any time without Ian Happ on the team kind of sucks because he's and this squad one of the veterans at this point. Um, so, and then the other uh, bit of uh, injury news is like. Uh, 
Cubs' David Bodie will start the season on the injured list, and they do not expect to see him at all in April, which I think um, actually excites me because I am not the biggest David Bodie fan in the world. And uh, really, I'd rather Ildemaro's weak-ass bat out there than David Bodie, personally. You know, with Bodie, that shoulder, that separated shoulder, he never really recovered from that. So it's, it was a long road back from that surgery. And uh, like I said, they're looking at maybe May. Yeah. So uh, just some disappointing news. And um, so now let's talk a little bit about it. I, I found this interesting. Like we were talking, we were texting about this, that there's a new rule that's going to be, what league is in it that they're, they're going to do it in? Is it like the Atlantic League? Atlantic League. Yeah. That's where they try out a lot of uh, kind of new rules. And the double hook, or as I call it, the Danny Rocket rule, because I made it up, uh, is is where the designated hitter uh, will is tied to your starting pitcher. So when the uh, designated hitter or when the starting pitcher comes out of the game, so does your DH. It's just a way to incentivize pitchers going later in the games. But um, here's what they're going to do this year with this double hook designated hitter adjustment. The double hook designated hitter will be modified in 2021. Teams lost Oh, no, in 2021, teams lost their designated hitter when they removed the starting pitcher from the game. However, in 2022, if the starter is able to complete at least five innings, the designated hitter will be allowed to remain in the lineup for the entirety of the game. This rule intends to place emphasis on longer outings by starting pitchers. Um, What do you think of that rule? I love it. I mean, you know, you get rid of this opener kind of bullshit kind of trick manipulation. You have uh, you can you sit there and you're trying to encourage starters to hopefully go longer because we've seen all the advantages that the pitchers now have and how much they're dominating over hitters. And we saw it absolutely in the playoffs. Like that wasn't even real baseball. Like they're like pulling starters in like the third, fourth inning. Like. Like, like, you know, your studs. Like, I'm not talking about, like, some your fifth starter or shit like that. I mean, they're just pulling everybody, and it's like, that's not baseball. Come on. Yeah. So I, I, I think I like that there is a incentive to keep the starter going. You, you don't have good starters, they can't go deep, then you shouldn't be in the fucking World Series. Yeah. Uh, and then the other rule is uh, the dropped pitch rule, which is this is, this is wild. All right, um, as in the second half of 2019, batters will be able to advance to first base on any pitch that is not caught in the air by the catcher, even with first base occupied by a runner. Those who get to first base safely will be awarded a hit. This rule will increase the importance of taking care of the baseball, you know, by the catcher pitching with command, receiving and blocking pitches, and reward athletic players who are able to capitalize on wild pitches and pass balls. Um, that's a lot of action, though, in a game. Like, if you get a guy like Billy Hamilton with, like, super speed, and, like, you could do, like, double steals and, you know, all sorts of weird stuff. I, I just baseball. think whoever came up with that got really high. <laughs> that, that's what I think. Somebody just sat there and had a giant blunt with smoking, and what if we did this, man? And let's put a press release out, and then that was that's that's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I love it. It it it's like that rule when like you could either run to first or third. Like I guess like yeah. back in the eighteen hundreds, you used to be able to do something like that. So um, and also like uh, and Michael's not here to give it to you, so we're gonna, I'm going to give it to you, but we're going to do a little bit of uh. Where are they now? How I miss those companions who 
All right, we've got a lot of signings to talk about around the league. Um, a lot of them within the last 24 hours. Uh, yeah. You know, the the big one, the shocking one tonight, Chris Bryant, Rockies, what is it, $170 million for seven years, full no trade. So the Yankees said, we don't want Nolan Arenado. We don't want Trevor Story. Yes, please, Chris Bryant. Uh, nobody really gets that. Yeah. Well, they, they wanted him before. Remember, there was that rumor trade. Of, yeah, that yeah. We were going to get Arenado. With Arenado, yeah. Yeah. And that was going to be a situation. That, that would have worked out because then he would have gone to the stupid card, Cardinals. And, I mean, I mean, whatever. He got traded anyway. But, you know, here's I, I was going through my pictures uh, the other day from 2021. And, you know, there was that moment where Chris Bryant came back to Wrigley Field. And, you know, I was gonna, I'm going to put it up here. And, uh, you know, they, they treated him. They gave him the, the hero's, uh, you know, the, you know, farewell. You know, they brought him on. They gave him the key to the city. He cried, all this stuff. And I'm like, the dude's not retiring. He didn't die. He doesn't, you know, he's not like giving his Lou Gehrig, you know, uh, you know, I'm the luckiest man speech. And yet, like, they're just like, oh, he's gone from the team. We have no intention of signing this guy ever because you don't give him a send off like that and then renegotiate. Like it was, it was just that ship had sailed. And, um, you know, it's just, um, I don't know. Like people were, I saw a little bit, were a little bit disappointed about KB not coming back, but I'm not, nobody's here on this show is surprised. I know you're not. It was it was the guy I advocated that they signed when we used to always talk about Rizzo, Baez, or Bryant, and I always thought that they would try to build around him. I'm surprised, you know, of how it all played out. But but again, Chris Bryant will always be a legend. He is literally the guy that threw the ball for the last out, ending the 108 year drought, and and he was a good guy, man. Like and he he was somebody that loved being in Chicago and was was great with the fans and. You know, I, I wish him nothing but success, you know, just for the rest of his career. Yeah. Well, he's going to freaking mash in Colorado, you know. Oh. It's it's going to be ridiculous in that in that thin air. Like, there's going to be a lot of balls uh, popping out of there. And not only that, so he's going to pad his stats pretty good playing out there. Not only that, but he's got speed, too, and that's a big old outfield. So it's not just about the dogs. It'll be He'll be hitting doubles and triples and all sorts. He's a great base runner, too. You know, I mean, he's going to do well out there. I think it's a good match. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be sad to see him in purple. Uh, the, the other part of Brizzo, uh, Anthony Rizzo, uh, I, he's going to play on the Yankees, but I guess he, I guess he's not legally allowed to play on the Yankees unless he got his vaccine shots because Yankee stadium, you're not allowed to play in without the vaccine and, and the blue Jays games up in Toronto, you can't play with the, can't even go to Canada without the vaccine. I think so. I mean, that's like more than half the season that Anthony Rizzo can't play for the Yankees. So I don't know how that's going to look, but or he's just going to get the shots. I don't know. Well, when when you look at this whole entire situation, and we spent so much time, so much time talking about these guys, they were all given offers, right? They were all given offers, and they all signed for less than what the Cubs offered them. Okay. So let's say Kaplan was right, and we have no, we're not going to sit there and say he wasn't right, roughly, but they say that the Cubs offered $200 million for eight years, and he signs for 182.7. You know what I mean? Uh, Baez was offered somewhere around the neighborhood of 168. He signed 140. When you talk about Rizzo, he was offered $70 million, and instead he's getting 32. 
And less years too, yeah. Less years. So, you know, they you, you know, you just didn't like it to end like it did. That that's about as simple as you can put it, but you know. Yeah. Well, and I think the pandemic really uh kind of suppressed salaries because all the owners were crying biblical losses at that point. So um, so yeah, Rizzo's on the Yankees, and, and I think he wants to play for the Yankees. You know, he's got some New York ties. If you ever met his dad, he sounds like you know straight out of Long Island. Yep. And then, um, you, who else we got? Oh, Dan Vogelback. He's going to play for the Pirates, and we're going to talk about them with uh, Nathan and Jake, who we're going to bring on from the Talk the Plank podcast. So we'll see if they're excited about that signing. Um, and then uh, Andrew Chafin, who I thought maybe there was a chance we'd bring back. Chafin, I mean, he was a fan favorite. Like, you know, he's good. He pitches with his left hand. You need a closer. We don't have a closer, really, you know. So, I mean. Yeah. I well, anyway, he's on the Tigers, who are putting something cute together. They got Javi, they got Chafin, they got some good young stars. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna might go up. That's a great ballpark we went to last year. I can, I can see going up there, getting myself a little Detroit Tigers hat, and like cheating on my Cubbies. Um, Jock Peterson is going to the Giants, and I saw that was only a six million dollar deal. I'm like, huh. Thought maybe the what? Cubs would do something like that. You know, he was uh, he was here. He did. He was okay. I yeah. mean, you got two guys in Soler and Jock Peterson that really kind of came to life in the postseason. And and I thought that you know I think Soler is still going to cash out. I thought Peterson will get more than he did. But you know, really, if you look at the numbers, man. Yeah, and he was kind of on that prove it deal. He got himself a ring last year and can moved around a couple times. So well, we traded him to to. Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle Schwarber uh, went to the Phillies. So uh, a little bit opposite when we talked about getting less money. He, he cashed in good. Yeah. Well, he had a hell of a year. What a mistake by the Cubs for Jed to let him go to non-tender him. And that was after the biblical losses. And then he, we got nothing for him. Just nothing. And then the Red Sox, I don't even know what they got for him, but they got something. We got nothing, you know, and they or you know, when the Red Sox traded Washington, Washington signs and picks him up for pretty much the same money that we should have paid him or what he was going to get. And then they freaking flip him and get whatever prospects they could for Boston for him. And he has a great year over there. Everybody loves him. So, you know, and then, four years, $80 million. Yeah. And that's another one. You need that lefty bat. Yeah, he cashed it big. You know that after you signed Seiya Suzuki, Suzuki, once you saw that happen, you knew that Schwarber was not going to be a Cub. Um, so then also in the Central, Brewers get McCutcheon. Oh, let me mention one more thing about the Phillies. Dylan Maples is over there now. So now he's going to – no, he's going to figure it out. Like it's going to go terribly for us. He's going to have – he's going to win like pitcher of the year or something. So he's going to turn into Dennis Eckersley is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, totally. I, I guarantee – we always said that was the fear. And because we feared it, it'll happen. We put we're it gonna, We're, we're going to manifest it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Brewers get Andrew McCutcheon, who you might think he's old and stuff, but he's still a Cub killer. His slash line is 301, 400, 508 with a 909 OPS against the Cubs. So good luck with that, guys. And then um, I just want to mention that the Reds are completely selling all their players. Started when Cubs. I heard a couple of their mascots, too. Good. They have 17 of them. They don't need any more. Um, so, yeah, they're selling everybody, but I figured we wait to talk about that until next week 
where we're going to have Billy DeVore from the new Nasty Boys show, and he's going to come on, and he's going to tell us all about how his team tried one year, and it was 2020, they tried to win, (laughs) and then that's all that happened, and then they just decided to blow their entire team up and trade everybody that is beloved beloved in Cincinnati, except for the rookie of the year, Jonathan India, and Joey Votto, who will probably be a player manager like Pete Rose. So, um, how about uh, we just take another quick break, and when we come back, we will come back with Nathan Hirsch and Jake Slobodnik, easy for me to say, from the Talk the Plank podcast. Once again, if you're just joining us, Chance, hashtag Chance with a capital C, into the chat, and you could win this Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Now, uh, just a quick minute-long commercial. We'll be back in one second with Nathan and Jake from Talk the Plank. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash Shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics and, uh, you know, I I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up 
the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sunranto Show's a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sunranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we, ran, we went on ColorCast, and we had a great time over there. And we just we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow us on Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month, at the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto Show. So... Check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not so, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels. Sportsdrink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Sportsdrink. Welcome back to the Sun Ranto Show. Uh, so as part of an ongoing series that we do usually during spring training, uh, we talk to different podcasters and friends of ours who root for some of the other teams in the NL Central, and uh, we, we find out what happened with their team in the offseason. So uh, I've never met these gentlemen before, but uh, they are from the SB Nation podcast, Talk the Plank. Uh, I'm going to bring on Nathan Hirsch. And Jake Slobodnik. Um, Jake, I think you're muted, just so you know. Okay, uh, there you go. Um, am I saying your name correctly, Jake? Slightly. It's uh, Slobodnik. Slobodnik oh, with the bod, like body. Yeah. Slobodnik. All right, cool. And Nathan Hirsch, am I saying your name right? Or is it you are. Hirsch? You're my name correctly. Okay, uh, uh, if you can uh, move your microphone a little s- closer to your mouth, that'd be great. Um, Nathan. But, uh, but oh, sorry. Great. Can you hear me now? All right, I, can you hear me? Yeah, right, I, think, I, I think we got you. Yeah, good. I think, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, we, we're getting a little bit of echo on my end. Um, but hey, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. It's nice to have you guys here. Um, so uh, tell tell me a little bit about the, the Talk the Plank podcast. How, when you guys started up, and uh, how long you guys known each other, and how long you've been a Pirates fan, and just tell me a little about yourself. Why'd you start first, Nathan? Yeah, so we started this podcast um, about a year ago, 
and I've been a Pirates fan my whole life, and you know, it's Sorry. been really hard. Yeah, it's been really hard my whole life to be a Pirates fan, but uh, we're just here. We're chugging along. We're trying to get through it, and uh, another another huge season coming up here. We'll see what happens. So, Jake, uh, the same kind of for you, a lifelong fan, or yeah, uh, born and raised a Pirate fan. Granddad got me started on the team with stories of Maz in the Game Seven homer against the Yankees. Uh, evolved from there. Uh, went to my first Pirate game when I was eight years old, and it sort of just took off from there. And uh, take it how you wish, but I've been a Pirate fan ever since. Bleed black and gold. Uh, better said when football and hockey season around, but huge Pirates lover. Now I gotta ask. I'm looking at memorabilia behind you, which I always tend to do. And uh, were any of those the wild card towel from 2015? No, these are actually all uh, terrible towels for the Steelers. Actually, uh, all right. I I have one of those uh, wild card towels from 2015. It you know the pirate fans kind of left them at the ballpark. They, it wasn't really <laughs> memorabilia they wanted to, to bring home with, unless they were crying with it. Um, blowing their nose, but yeah, I, I, I apologize about that year because, you know, it's like Cubs kind of came out of nowhere pirates, you know, you guys don't put it together all that often where you have your window of opportunity. And then that year in the NL central was just bananas. As far as the Cardinals, uh, you know, the Cubs and the pirates just neck and neck and neck all that year, we come out of nowhere you guys finally put together a great team, and it's just the division's too strong to to win in. So, um, so yeah, Mike, Mike, condolences, and and I did feel bad, especially because we ended up we did beat the Cardinals, which was freaking awesome, as you might well imagine. But I, I'll, uh, but we got our asses kicked by the Mets. You guys might have done better against them than we did. We just we ran out of steam that year. So um, last year against the the Pirates and the Cubs, uh, Cubs went fourteen and five versus the Pirates, which they didn't do that against a lot of teams. Um, so it was another rough year for Pittsburgh. Um, you picked up a couple guys. I mean, uh, you picked up uh, our old uh, farmhand Dan Vogel back. So I don't know how you feel about that. Anybody want to comment on Dan Vogel back? Jake, you tackle that first. Okay, so Dan Vogelbach, I thought it was a very intriguing signing um, just because it, I mean, it came out of nowhere, really. Um, it adds a lot, it, it adds a much needed element of power to the Pirates lineup, something that's sort of been absent for years, probably since 2015, when the Pirates really had their last power surge. Um, and I mean, Vogelbach's sort of fallen off the wagon a little bit over the past few years. So, I mean, it seems to be that everybody's reclamation project starts in Pittsburgh, uh, but you know, with that universal DH really being implied, uh, you know, and it adds, like I said, that aforementioned element of power. I like the signing. I thought it was, you know, low risk, high reward. We're not contending for anything this year. So, I mean, hey, take a chance while you can. And, I mean, he, he was a 30-home run guy back in 2019. So, if any year is a – or if this is any time to really sort of uh, bring back his old self, now's the time. I mean, he, Allegheny River's desperate for some home runs, and I think Vogelbach's got that. Uh, much-needed uh, power element to blast them into the Allegheny. Let me ask you about a guy we just signed, too, uh, Stephen Brawltz, who was a, a Pirate starting pitcher, signed with the Cubs today. Um, the numbers aren't impressive. Um, so uh, I, I, can you get – do you think there's a reclamation project in there? Uh, Pirates released him? 
Or, yeah, the Pirates non-tendered him uh, before the lockout. And with Brault, I'll say this. He shows flashes at times. Obviously, you guys mentioned it earlier, left-handed. So that's that's kind of nice. His velocity was a little bit down last season. He kind of used to be in that 92 to 93 range. But uh, he was down to about 90 miles an hour last season. But for the Cubs, could be a fifth starter option. Um He's he's good in shorter stints. He's good in the three to four inning type type roles. Getting him beyond five innings is is rough. But you know he's he's got he's got a sneaky fastball, even if the velocity is not crazy. But for the Cubs, I mean, I wouldn't be extremely excited. But it's it's depth. It's overall depth for them. And as a bonus, the man can sing. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I actually listen stretch. He might be up in the booth. The anthem. Well, I, I, hopefully, go Cubs, go. We can, he can sing some harmonies. Um, but you know, I actually listened to his. Uh, well, I didn't listen to the whole album. I really, to be honest, couldn't really get through <laughs> it. And you know, I'm a musical theater guy. Like I, I like a lot of those songs. He does "Never Walk Alone," like from uh, the the old show Carousel and stuff. What, but did he do? He did the national anthem. He did. Yeah, he's got a nice voice. It's high. He can sing okay. pretty high. Right. Like sometimes then, he sounds like a woman, I think. For for any old school Cub fans, you remember Dwight Smith sang the anthem before a game before, so maybe we can have a repeat of that. Yeah. Is, you know, we've we've had a couple of Cubs wives sing the anthem, but mm. I, I think I'd rather see this. I've got bad flashbacks of that, of Ben Zobra's wife singing it, and I'll tell you that much. Um the um so let me ask you about uh, they signed Heath Hembry for your bullpen. Was that kind of a surprise? You're like, oh, you guys actually want to have guys we've heard of? or I think it comes as any surprise when the Pirates do sign people. Uh, but Heath Emery, well, it did catch me by surprise. Um, but looking at his numbers, looking at his past, I mean, he hasn't been the sharpest tool in the shed. But guy reaches up there in his, you know, in velocity for his four seam. And, he, I mean, he's got, a, he's got some pretty effective off-speed pitches. And just looking at his charts, he, he – it's the real downfall for him just seemed like he was favoring one side of the strike zone, uh, one area, I should say. So I feel like with him working with Oscar Marin, uh, Pirates pitching coach, how he's going to sort of evolve over the course of spring training, I think he could really evolve into that sort of setup man that kind of that helps David Bednar get to that ninth inning with the lead. And um, I mean, my hopes aren't terribly high for him, but if he just puts in the right amount of work, sort of focuses on, uh, you know, on pitch selection to other areas in the zone, I think he could be a really good asset to this Pirates bullpen. I mean, ask Nate. Anybody that is on the free agent wire is much better other than Dave Bednar to the Pirates bullpen. And uh, how about your starting rotation? Does it even exist? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I look at funny. it. I'm so, like, you know, who, who's, who, who's they your They got Jose guy? Quintana. They got Q. They got the Buick. Yeah, the Buick's in town. Yeah, we got Quintana. Um, with the starting rotation, I mean, we just have a bunch of – we have about eight or so quad A-ish guys all fighting for spots. Uh, Mitch Keller, obviously, we've had high hopes for him in the past. Jake, not a huge Keller fan. <laughs> Jake, he touched Jake's 100 in, in, in the offseason. Jake's shaking his head for the pod listeners. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, this season for the Pirates, it's it's another tankathon type season. Um Free agent wise, they're not going to spend more than five million dollars. They're not going to go beyond one year, and this team is just filled with 
pretty much quad A guys. And besides guys like Brian Reynolds and Cabrian Hayes, it's it's basically let's see what sticks. And then next year, when a few more prospects come up, um, we should see O'Neill Cruz at some point this season, which he will be extremely exciting. Our six seven shortstop, and then uh, in the years beyond, there's other prospects coming, but. Right now, it's just it's still sitting weights. Probably going to have another sixty or so win season. Probably going to be in the uh, central basement. So we'll see. Yeah, what happens. It's not not huge high hopes. The Reds are going to give you a run for your money, and if you have some of these young guys come up and kind of you know play beyond what people think they'll do, and a couple over performances, you might actually compete the Reds into the basement because well, they're just selling everybody. That's kind of what I'm wondering because you saw the Red fans were pretty upset about the sell-off and chanting, sell the team, sell the team. They they showed up in mass in front of the Great American Ballpark. I mean, for you guys, it's got to be frustrating. You know, I know people hate the Cubs owners, and I think that's just part of being a baseball fan for the most part is hating your owner. You know what I mean? But the Cubs have been in the top ten in payroll and in the top five for a little while now. As Pirate fans, you got to kind of be irritated that, that – they they seem to just pocket that the the money that you know the revenue sharing money and not putting it into the team. I mean, at this point, I think we're just kind of numb to it. Just like an abusive relationship. Was present for us back in twenty what twenty twelve or twenty thirteen that year that he was on the team. That was like uh, that was like a joyous day. But I think we we're just so numb to. I mean, the Reds have been building all this time, and they had exciting talent. They had exciting seasons, exciting moments even. Um, and they sort of had a little bit of promise dating back God knows how long, whereas we've just been like we're, we're used to losing. We had three good years, 2018 if you count that. So, I mean, it's just like, yeah, the narrative's kind of there. Bob Nutting doesn't spend money, never going to spend money. So it's just, uh, it's just like – Enjoy the Zambelli fireworks while you can. Talent's just not going to be bought by this team. It's got to be homegrown. So I think, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, including Nathan, but at least from my point of view, it just seems like we're numb to it and we're just kind of used to this now. So it's nothing new. Yeah, most definitely we're numb to it. It's it's at this point, best case scenario, we're the Rays of the National League, which that's we're not even in their stratosphere. So, I mean – there's hope right now because the farm system has been rebuilt up and there is talent on the way. So there's a little bit of hope at the moment, but adding outside talent, it just, it doesn't happen. I mean, you look at it, the biggest contract in pirates history is still Jason Kendall back in like 2000, <laughs> six years, $60 million. Our biggest free agent signing in history, Francisco Liriano, three years, $39 million. So Ooh. Yeah, there's just no hope at this point that they're ever going to sign the big contract. But I mean, you do see some other teams. I saw the Rays are in on Freddie Freeman, and yeah. uh, you know the Rockies—they just took well, your guy Bryant it, today. Apparently, so. the Orioles like offered Carlos Correa ten years, three hundred mil. So it's not impossible, but we just choose not to. I'll believe it when I see it, though. That's that's the thing. I will say, though, I, I was at opening day last year, and uh, the Cubs faced the Pirates, and that was the first time I really got to see Key Bryant Hayes. Uh, how would you evaluate his 2021 season? And, and you know, is he going to be the cornerstone for those other young guys that are coming up that you guys are waiting on? Yeah, I would say so. Um, 
Hayes and Reynolds right now, they're part of the core that's up at the moment. And with Hayes, you know, he came up in 2020 and he absolutely raked. I mean, he hit like 376, slugged over 600. It was only about 100 or so plate appearances, so super uh, small sample size. But last season, still awesome with the glove. I do believe defensively he is the best third baseman in baseball, um, even even more than guys like Aaron Otto and Chapman. I I'm definitely a homer, but I think Hayes is just that good defensively. And with the bat, he he kind of had some wrist issues last season injury-wise, so he never really quite got it going. But even if he is a slightly above average hitter, the defense is so great that, that he could be an all-star for uh, for years to come. So Hayes is definitely a top-tier uh, core piece of this franchise. And you, you mentioned Brian Reynolds, too. Uh, it led the majors in triples. I thought that was interesting when I looked up his uh, – with eight. Um, which, if you think about it, like triples are pretty hard to – they're harder to get than home runs for sure. Uh, right, but, but you got that interesting park in Pittsburgh that I think is, is definitely more than Wrigley. You're going to get a triple or two Yeah, you get the, those weird outfield angles and stuff. So balls The Clemente ball. wall and everything. Yeah, yeah if you, out in right field, too. Like that's a pretty high wall out there. Um but uh, but tell me about Brian Reynolds and like and you, he's part of the the offensive core. Are you af- are you afraid that they're going to trade him and get even younger? Because there was some rumors last trade season about Reynolds. Because who wouldn't want a, a guy who, who was hitting like that last year? Jake, you want to comment on Reynolds? He's not getting traded. Okay. There's no way the rebuild's got the teardown's got to start or stop somewhere, and the rebuild's got to start. And Nathan already mentioned it. He is the cornerstone, essentially, of this rebuild. And if anything, they're going to – I see more of a potential of them extending him. I, I, oh, that's going to jinx me so bad. But I know – I think they're going to extend him more than they would trade him. His talent is just too valuable. And, I mean, we risked a lot for him. Uh, trading Andrew McCutcheon, he was sort of getting out of his prime, but he was still useful, like you said, to get Brian Reynolds. And I think there was just too much weight on his name that the fact that now he's starting to actually produce and – sort of give us what we never expected. I think if we trade him, that'd probably be the one of the biggest mistakes that we would make in franchise history. And I mean, like another thing that Nathan said, uh, our, our farm system's already, it's, it's, it's full essentially, like with everything that we have outfield, definitely. So I think if we were to trade for younger talent, trade Reynolds, especially, I think that'd be, as I said, the biggest mistake our franchise would make in recent memory. There's no way he's going to be traded. He is too much of a star, and I think he's going to be the next face of the franchise along with Hayes. I don't know if they're going to share it or one's going to top the other, but th- there's just no way that he's he's leaving Pittsburgh. If you had to give it a time frame, and uh, I don't know if your answers will be the same, but if you had to give it a, a time frame to when you think that the Pirates will be competitive again, uh, how many years are you looking at? Um, so this year, this year I think I think sixty to seventy wins is kind of the ceiling. Next season, we're going to see more of those prospects come up, such as Nick Gonzalez and Olivier Paguero. Uh, that's kind of like the middle infield. So I think next season they're not going to compete, but they're going to start to show flashes. We're basically going to see what this farm system is made of starting next season. And then the season after that, that's when you hope and pray that maybe they add something, even if, it, even if it's cheap contracts, add something from, from the outside. 24, I feel like, is the most realistic beginning point of when they could possibly 
get over 500 again. And, I mean, you never know how this happens. I mean, like with, with your Cubs, obviously, in 2015, dagger to my heart, that team was a little bit above or ahead of schedule. So for the Pirates, you kind of hope that that can happen and that they all can mesh together and come up together. That is one thing that uh, GM Ben Sherrington has kind of stressed is he wants these teams, these prospects to come up in waves and kind of, uh, you know, fit the window together. So we'll see what happens. Um, we had that. We just didn't get the second so, Jake, wave. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, that's exactly what the Cubs kind of did. We had all the, the wave, the wave all come up together. And then uh, it, we just, it, they didn't. And in fact, it's kind of interesting because in hindsight now with the Cubs, the 2015-16 season, uh, when when you look at it, like that was the mountaintop and you thought you were going to get a couple more bites at the apple. It didn't really work out that way. But we even said at the time, we've been doing this podcast a long time, and we even said at the time that, uh, you know, it it felt it felt like that they were so young they didn't know they weren't supposed to do it yet, and it's just like they just had the confidence of youth to go out there and do it. See, once they did it, then all the pressure in the world's on you, and everybody's looking at you, and you're on Saturday Night Live, and you're on the Tonight Show, and all that stuff, and you get distracted. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you're yeah you're singing with Pearl Jam. You're like doing all these other things. And at our extracurricular, you got uh, endorsement deals and, you know, everything that comes with being in a big market and being famous and winning the World Series. And it never happened again. So, I, I you know, I, I actually hope that for you. But unfortunately for us, we're, we're kind of looking at a similar time frame for our next core that we traded all our last core for last uh, season. So. Um, so maybe we'll have a repeat of 2015 and a couple of hundred win teams in the central, um, in a one game wild card. Well, actually that's a thing of the past. So you'll never have to deal with that again, a wild card game <laughs> against the Cubs. Um, so uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Hopefully we can do it again in the season when we're facing each other head to head, uh, do a little cross pollination in the meantime, where can everybody find you? Uh, Jake, uh, you on Twitter? I didn't find your Twitter. I only found Nathan's. Yeah, my Twitter, uh, it's at underscore Radio Jake. I forgot to put that in my name here on the video. But, That's yeah, fine, it's underscore yeah. Radio Jake. And Nathan? Yeah, find me on Twitter at Nathan underscore Hirsch, and that's H-U-R-S-H, Hirsch. Yeah, so uh, go for that. Go to them for all your pirates' uh, needs, and you guys got a pa- podcast called Talk the Plank. Very clever name. I enjoy that. Um, who thought of that? Which one of you? Uh, it was actually our producer, Jeremy. He thought of that. Um, and, yeah, we're part of Buck's Dugout, so that's on Twitter as well. Yeah, and that's the SB Nation site for right. the Pittsburgh Pirates, which also uh, I'm a part of the SB Nation family with uh, my other podcast, Cup of Cubby Blue, which I do with Sarah Sanchez. So we're we're sisters or brothers or I guess, you know, however you want to do it. So uh, thanks thanks for coming on, guys. We'll talk to you next uh, sometime this year when we face each other, which will begin in April, the second series of the year in Pittsburgh, 412 and 413. And then we got uh, series all throughout the year in Chicago and Pittsburgh. I hope to get out there maybe in September. Uh, we play at the end of the year, end of September, so tickets will be cheap probably at that point and um i hope to get out there i got i love your ballpark amazing that it's downtown i love the neighborhood i love pittsburgh 
I love seeing people dressed up like pirates go to baseball games. It's freaking awesome. And uh, I just uh, w- wish you guys luck with your uh, constant building of your baseball team. <laughs> you know what, though? I appreciate fans like you that are going to stick with it, and I hope that you guys get to reap the rewards when, when the good times do come because, trust me, the bandwagon fans jump on and everyone's like, oh, it's fine. But, but it, I, I always think about guys like you that are sticking through this when it's not that easy because it's really easy when they're good. It's tough when it's bad and you're there kind of still just rooting and cheering your team on. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on guys. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you next time. Thanks for having us. Thanks guys. Take care. This episode of the Sunranto show was brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers who we call the super ranters. Who are the super ranters? You ask? Well, The Super Ranters have their own Sunranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sunranto contests like the Super Rancher of the Month and Sunranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranchers get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranchers are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs Daily Show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranchers, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show. Comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community. And that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranto show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea. If you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a Super Rancher again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at Patreon.com forward slash Sunranto. Please join today. So um, we got a couple of announcements. Um, 
Great man, that's that's got to be rough. You know, I don't know if I could. I mean, I was I started this Cubs podcast in 2013, which were some pretty bleak years for the Chicago Cubs. But I mean, man, those Pittsburgh fans. That's you know, there's really not much light at the end of the tunnel for those guys. Cup- Again, you know, they they you have to. It's everybody wants to say like this is the way, but the way that you do it, you have to have young talent, you have to have those waves, and then you have to be willing to spend when the time comes to fill in the the areas of greatest need. And so, if you don't do that, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's what they're worried isn't going to happen, is that when the time comes that they won't spend or it'll just be some one-year deal and hope that a journeyman works out for his one-year proof deal. Um, I got a couple of announcements. Uh, Bleacher Bum Band will be playing opening day on April 7th, Thursday, Ooh, April 7th, right after, the, uh, right after the ball game at Output which is uh, the Club 400 party over there. It's at 3710. North Clark will be on right after the game, and it is absolutely free. There is a Facebook invite. I am uh, posting it in the chat right now. Join on for all the information. Output has amazing chicken wings. So the wings come- are the best in Chicago. Yeah, at and uh, so come on out. Bleacher Bum Band opening day. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, free. Trip to South Bend is happening. Uh, that's it's only two days later, um, and I don't know. People should just get tickets to that game, right? On oh, they, they are selling. We we just put them up, and they're selling out like crazy. If you want to go and check out the South Bend Cubs, uh, I am throwing out the first pitch on Saturday. Stuart McVicker's throwing out the first pitch on Sunday. We're going to go to a, a bunch of different crazy places down there. Danny and the Bleacher Bum Band playing. It's going to be. Mayhem is the best way to put it. Yeah, and everybody's going to the game. There's a block of rooms, I think, but that might be sold out too. Not sure about how it's all going to work out. But um, if you just want to get tickets to that game and hang out with us, like for all the extracurriculars, just get tickets to the game. There may be a couple berm seats open, but we we don't know. It's a it's kind of a, a private event. If there's extra tickets, this is a Club 400 event. But if there are extra tickets, I will be putting them on the Ranter Patreon page first. So if you're not a Patreon patron, you should be because that's how you get invites to cool shit. Um, what else? Oh, I am working on the Rancher calendar. I wasn't going to do it. I was like, ah, oh, it's too late. I'm not into it. But then I thought to myself, you know what? This is a tradition that I would like to keep alive, even though um, it's going to be like a month short. I'm going to try to give it, get it to everybody by opening day. That is the plan. I'm going to work on it. I uh, worked on it all day yesterday. I'm going to work on it all day tomorrow. Hopefully I get somewhere with it. I will have it for sale for one week, okay? And then I'm going to order it. So that would be, I guess, the 23rd that I will order it at, you know, on the, I'll do one more show and then I'm going to order it. And then uh, here's, here's the link where you can buy it. Sunranto.com forward slash calendar. And the way you, uh, what you do is you email me sunranto at gmail.com, your picture and your birthday. And uh, you get your picture and your birthday in the Sunranto Ranchers calendar. We have sometimes we have multiple people, but I'll work that out, put you out a date uh, before or after. Either way, it's a fun calendar. It's got all my pictures from last year, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, you should buy one. Uh, Martyrdom of Peter O'Hay at Trapdoor Theater. Only six more shows, uh, and I can get you in for free on Friday. So if you want to go. This I just going to tell you, I think we're, I think we're, my wife and I are going to be down. So if you want to meet me and my wife down there, I believe we're like ninety percent sure we're going. 
Awesome. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, Friday night, we're uh, building up an audience. We're, we're good on Thursday. We're good on Saturday. Friday, we're trying to get people out there. So if you want to go, that would be the 18th of March here on Friday. Just uh, sunranto at gmail.com or contact me on Twitter or whatever you want. But I just dropped the link to that in the chat as well. Um, I, people were asking me, they're like, hey, are you going to do the Lost Boys uh, NCAA pool? Well, I saw that Evan Altman kind of beat me to it, and uh, the winner half the money half the money is going to go to a baseball related charity of your choice. So I'm like, well, let me get the ranchers involved, and if we win, one of us wins, we can give it to Lost Boys. So Evan Altman's running it. The tournament starts Thursday morning. So if you want to get in on, in on it, it's twenty five dollars, and you send it to Evan, and then he sends you the link to the Yahoo chat. And uh, get get it get more in on it. I'm in on it, and I let my nephew do all my picks. So uh, next week we're gonna have Billy Devore from the new Nasty Boys Reds podcast to talk all about the Reds. Hashtag chance. This is your last chance to put chance in the chat, and then I we will, will be on the color cast afterwards. So I will tell you, I'm excited. The Sun Ranto show is sending me to Arizona. Yep, and Sunranto, all your Patreon donations are sending first class. Carly's going first class all the way out to Arizona. We got him a place to stay. We got him. Uh, we couldn't afford the rental car, but that's because we spent it all on the, such the nice digs that we got him. And I uh, got the tickets and beer. So be a part of that and uh, join us at patreon.com slash Sunranto. You really should be a patron of ours because we're awesome. and we. I don't think I've ever been money. first class on a plane ticket. I don't think I've ever been in a penthouse suite before. I'm really – this yeah. is this is exciting. You're going to enjoy it. Um, so uh, I I will – I have one TFC, I don't think. Do you have one? No, Today, no, no. I, I got a flexing cube. Comes from our friend Billy DeVore, which, uh, you know, the Reds were looking like they were sticking put, and they would could have added maybe $30 million to their payroll and probably competed this year. But instead, they sold off the entire team. And uh, Billy DeVore, he, he tweeted out just a few days ago, a he wrote on a whiteboard that says, countdown to opening day, 28. And had a, a Reds calendar below, and he's ready to go. He says, glad to finally be able to put this back up. My heart is overflowing with joy. And then just a few days later, he wrote, countdown to opening day. Who fucking cares? And <laughs> tweeted, that changed quickly. So we're going to hear all about that next week with Billy, and I'm looking forward to um, hanging out with him. He's a very funny guy. We have a great time together. So – um Hashtag chance. This is it. Um, I'm going to share my screen and then uh, we will be. Oh, wait. Grant's X secured uh, open system. Oh, come on. Sorry, it's screwing around with me. Let's see if we can get this going. All right. Can you see this? Yes. Hashtag, hashtag chance. Okay. I'm going to do the drawing. This is for the chance postcard. And here we go. Round and round. I, I, I see a lot of names I recognize. I see Where's Cindy. I see Everett. Good fan, Everett. I'm Maggie May. Maggie May, the big winner of the Chance postcard. I will be. uh, I actually, I'm not sure who Maggie May is, so uh, I'm going to have to figure that out uh, through YouTube somehow. I guess because you uh, listen. Would you mind Maggie sending me? A, a message, a Twitter message, or a sun at sunranto at gmail.com and let me know uh, how I can get in touch because uh, that sounds like uh, an, an alias of sorts. So, um, anyway, thanks for watching. We're going to be on Colorcast right now. 
And uh, I'm going to play a new little uh, Malort song. I, uh, well, it's a parody that I wrote. Uh, it's kind of funny about a Malort. Where I think it's going to be one of the new Bleacher Bum band numbers. We're just getting it up. I was writing some lyrics <laughs> to uh, George Harrison's My Sweet Lord, but I think you'll enjoy it. But uh, we'll see you on right after on the ColorCast app. Download it, colorca.st, and uh, follow us on Rantho Show. We'll see you over there. Spagog! Spagog! My sweet lord Oh my lord My sweet lord Oh my lord I really want to drink you I want to get wasted with you And then I'm gonna vomit Taste the same, my lord. Ooh, my lord. My lord. Ooh, my lord. I really wanna shoot you. I wanna make a face with you. I wanna burn my tongue with you. Hard to keep you down, my lord. Ooh, my lord. My sweet lord. My lord. I really wanna gulp you. I wanna make a toast with you. I wanna drink old style with you at the Nice Lounge, my lords. tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. <laughs> 